Before we dive into today's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that this content is intended for general purposes only and should not be used to substitute professional medical advice. Always seek the advice of your medical service practitioner based on your unique needs. Hi, this is Kelly, your nutritional nerd, bringing you the health news you want to hear for the week of April 25th, 2022. This week, we are going to be talking about a very serious topic, Alzheimer's disease, and more specifically, how omega-3 fatty acids can help reduce your risk. So you don't want to miss this one. First, has someone in your family been recently diagnosed with Alzheimer's? Have you been wondering how you might be able to reduce your risk? Well, if so, you're not alone. More than 6 million adults over the age of 65 have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia. And as startling as a statistic as this is, numbers are only expected to rise. An Alzheimer's diagnosis can seem daunting and frightening for many people. Your memory and ability to perform daily tasks slowly starts to dwindle. You may even fear becoming a burden on others and forgetting who you are, but it doesn't have to end this way. There are steps you can start taking today that can help reduce your risk for Alzheimer's. As the saying goes, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Now, you may have guessed that your diet plays a crucial role in all of this, and you'd be right. But it can still be challenging to know where to start when implementing the fruits and vegetables, meat, and supplements that are part of a brain-healthy diet into your everyday meals. And this is where I come in. So, if you're interested in learning more about dietary changes that can help reduce your risk for Alzheimer's, then keep listening. First, let's take a closer look at what exactly Alzheimer's disease is. Now, in basic terms, Alzheimer's is a neurological disease that leads to impaired memory, thinking, and completion of daily tasks. It's often diagnosed based on patient symptoms, including memory issues and cognitive deficits. But please realize that not all memory problems result in Alzheimer's or lead to it. Now, in the case of Alzheimer's, the deficits experienced worsen over time and get to a point the individual is increasingly unable to care for themselves. Alzheimer's is also one of the leading causes of dementia, which happens to be a compilation of any altered brain changes. There are several physical changes within one's brain chemistry and organization that indicate this disease. And two of the key features are a buildup of plaques and what are known as tangles. In brain imaging scans, scientists have found that those with Alzheimer's had higher amounts of beta amyloid plaques and neurofibrillary tangled fibers, which happen to be accumulations of tau proteins that collect inside neurons. Because of this, 
the presence of unusual amounts of amyloid plaques and tangles in the brain has become the standard indicator of Alzheimer's disease. Now, a lot of research has already been done in this area, but there is still so much more that's needed. There's lots of views as to how and why Alzheimer's developed in the first place. And this might be of uh, interest or a surprise to you as well, that contrary to the original opinion that Alzheimer's results from the brain's failure to function as it should, emerging science supports the idea that Alzheimer's is actually the result of protective measures undertaken by the brain in response to specific threats. But how is this possible, you may wonder? How can the brain's protective processes lead to such a horrific disease? Well, what's most likely is that, like many other illnesses resulting from chronic assaults, so too does Alzheimer's, when the brain is bombarded by several intense, chronic, and unrelenting threats, its defense mechanisms work over time, also becoming intense, chronic, and unrelenting. Eventually, these protective devices can start causing harm. Well, you might also be wondering what are some of these threats? And some of the, the main chronic threats to the brain um, basically boil down to three things. Inflammation, metabolic changes in the brain, and toxins or neurotoxins. Inflammation can be the result of a poor diet, some type of infection, illness, or other cause. In terms of metabolic changes, they can include um, a reduction in or a shortage of brain-supportive nutrients, molecules, or hormones. And for toxins, there are many different toxic substances or neurotoxins, which can include things like heavy metals, poisons, pesticides, herbicides, molds, or even toxic byproducts that happen to be produced by various microbes in your system. Now, these threats work to destroy neurons or degrade their ability to function, but continued research has also shown that Alzheimer's impairs neurological connections. With fewer connections between parts of the brain, areas that were once operating at a high capacity are now diminished. Coronary artery disease is another, or is one predisposing factor to Alzheimer's and dementia. Now, this disease occurs when plaque builds up along the walls of your coronary arteries, and that can increase your risk of a stroke or a heart attack. What you may not realize, however, is that coronary artery disease also reduces or impairs blood flow to your brain. Researchers have found that Substances called omega-3 fatty acids can help improve cellular function in people who have been diagnosed with coronary artery disease. And in studies, groups of people taking omega-3 supplements have shown uh, much better tests on memory, uh, recall, coordination, and reaction speed compared to people in a control group. Now, I just mentioned omega-3 fatty acids, and this is what we want to be talking about right now. What are 
omega-3 fatty acids. They are essential healthy fats, bottom line. Your body needs them, and your body needs them to maintain good health, but your body cannot independently generate them, or your body cannot make them. That means, this is where that word essential comes from. Uh, and all that means is that all of your omega-3 fatty acids have to come from the foods you eat or the supplements you take. Now, there are three major types of omega-3, ALA, DHA, and EPA. And the kind of omega-3 foods you eat will largely determine where these three compounds are concentrated. So, for example, <clears throat> ALA is mainly found in plant-based foods, while DHA comes from animal byproducts. While all three components of omega-3s are beneficial for your health, DHA is the one that is especially vital for neurological function at all stages of life. This makes it one of the most studied components of omega-3s in terms of brain health and dementia and Alzheimer's. Now, what other foods contain high levels of omega-3? You can find these healthy fats in things like nuts and seeds, flaxseed oil, soybeans, a wild fatty fish, leafy greens, meat, eggs, and of course, fish oil. Now, since DHA and EPA are only found in meats or animal byproducts, vegetarians and vegans will often find themselves at higher risk of deficiencies. So because of that, they should consider taking a microalgae or omega-3 supplement. And there are other omega-3 benefits as well. What else can they do for you and your health? Well, for starters, fish oil can help reduce triglyceride levels in your bloodstream. Elevated triglycerides are one of the main risk factors for stroke, heart disease, and heart attacks. So incorporating omega-3s in your diet can also help curb symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis. They can reduce oxidative stress, reduce inflammation, and improve asthma symptoms. Additionally, in some studies, fish oil supplements can even help children with ADHD. In fact, this fatty acid plays a crucial role in children's vision and brain development, and it appears that its neurological benefits carry far beyond the infant years. But the most significant role that omega-3s play is largely related to the treatment and prevention of dementia and Alzheimer's disease. But how? Well, while omega-3s have shown benefits in improving cellular and cognitive function in patients who have not yet been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, what does the research show for treating people who have a diagnosis? Well, omega-3s have shown a positive impact in reversing or halting the progression of Alzheimer's. Now, an omega-3 supplement not only helps prevent further cognitive decline in Alzheimer's patients, they can also prevent typical age-related cognitive impairment in anyone. The main compound of omega-3, that DHA, shows strong links to the likelihood of someone developing a neurological or even a psychiatric illness. So adequate and daily intake of omega-3s through foods or supplements can help reduce this risk. 
In one study, omega-3s were used in memory tests of Alzheimer's patients. Scientists administered various tests and measures for assessing a patient's memory and recall by drawing spinal fluid. The group who started taking omega-3 supplements showed stability in their memory tests, kind of halting the progression of the disease, while the control group suffered significant cognitive declines. And that is a huge, huge step in the right direction. Well, aside from increasing your intake of healthy omega-3 fatty acids, are there other things that you can implement in your life for Alzheimer's prevention? Of course there are. There are several lifestyle and dietary changes that you can make to help reduce your risk of this neurological disease. Now, adequate intake of other vitamins in conjunction with omega-3s provides a better barrier against cognitive decline. Research has found a strong link between vitamin D3 and omega-3s in amyloid plaque development. So omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin D assist a healthy immune response, which in turn reduces the amount of plaque buildup in brain tissue. And as I mentioned earlier, the amyloid plaque development is one of the hallmark signs of Alzheimer's disease. So chronic diseases and illnesses will also predispose many people to neurological decline. And some common comorbidities that are associated with an increased risk for Alzheimer's include obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and high blood sugars. In addition, um, someone who happens to have sustained traumatic brain injury is also at greater risk for Alzheimer's in the future. So what are some other things that you can do if you happen to fit into some of those categories? Of course, we want to increase mental stimulation. We want to incorporate excellent brain healthy foods into your diet. And you want to incorporate regular exercise into your routine. So all of those things can help reduce your risk for any of those chronic illnesses and improve your cognitive function as well. Well, if you happen to be stuck in knowing where to start with supplements and good nutrition, then consider reaching out to um, a nutritional consultant like me if you have difficulty establishing and eating healthy meals. I'd be happy to support you. So do keep in mind that your risk for Alzheimer's disease can increase with poor diet and a lack of exercise. So incorporating adequate omega-3 fatty acids in your diet can improve your neurological health. And it can act as an anti-inflammatory to help reduce oxidative stress and the buildup of amyloid plaques. So do contact me today, kelly at happyhuman.com. As always, that's happy with an I for nutritional consulting, or I can help you create a brain healthy meal plan. You can also head on over to my website at happyhuman.com to discover my brain healthy recipes ebook or recipe ebook on how to help improve or um, reduce inflammation. Doing so, you can be on your way toward a healthier lifestyle sooner than you think. As always, I welcome your thoughts and value your feedback. I would love to know what you think. Drop me a line, comment um, below this podcast. And if you haven't already done so, head on over to happyhuman.com. Sign up for my newsletter for more information about brain health, neuronutrition, lifestyle tips, 
and nutritional advice. Of course, if I can help you or a loved one with an Alzheimer's diagnosis or in prevention of a diagnosis, then please make an appointment to see me today. As always, thank you so much for listening. Stay happy and healthy.